0: The Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. And I've been filled with the knowledge of His will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I'm walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I'm pleasing Him in all respects. I'm bearing fruit in every good work, and I'm increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ears to His word. The Lord is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It's healing me in every area, and it's making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. 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 I said, amen. Amen. I said amen. amen. All right. Today we are ready for another round of divine blessing, amen. by reason of the entrance of the Word, and your own portion will not be denied you in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, we pay. Is it free? Is it free? No. What do we pay? Attention. Yeah, we pay. We pay attention. Amen. All right. The Lord is good. Let's take our seats. All right, Psalm 27. Let's read from Psalm 27. I know what I want to start. Well, more like we we'll continue from where we were last time, but I just um, read Psalm 27 together. Let's read to verse six. All right, and just follow me. I'll read. Okay, let me read, and I'll, you follow me. in Your Bibles. He said, "The Lord is my light and my salvation." It's a Psalm of David. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defence of my life. Whom shall I dread? Or of whom shall I be afraid? He said when evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to meditate in his temple. He said, For in the day of trouble he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock, and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. I will offer in his ten sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. I've just read Psalm 27. You will see something there. Again, can you just quickly go to Psalm um, number 23? Psalm number 23, which, if you don't know it, you were born in a house where they worshipped idols. Don't worry, you have been forgiven. <laughs> Everybody knows that one by heart, but we just like to read it. So Psalm 23, he said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He now said, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with all. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now you see, I'm going to go to another one in a moment. We'll, just, we'll go through a few Psalms. Quickly, Psalm 121. These are ones the Psalms we all know very well. You see why I'm reading this short selection of sounds. Now I'm going to read from verse um, 2. Oh, okay, let me just read the whole thing. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hill, to the mountains. From when shall my help come? That was the question. Am I to lift up my head to the mountains? Is that where my help will come from? He you know, answered in verse 2 Actually, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to sleep. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Verse 5 says, The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. Now, there's a reason why I've read a number of these Psalms. You will see that, Many of them introduced, were introduced, especially 127 and 23. And then somewhere in the middle of 121, there was a break, and then another introduction was done. And in all of this is introduction of the Lord we are talking about. Psalm 127 started with, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Psalm 23 started with what? The Lord is my shepherd. In 121, we read, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Now, we began to look again, like I said, it's a matter of reminder, nothing new. Just to remind ourselves that you see, David said, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. An assignment you have in life is to magnify the Lord all the time. The assignment you have in life is what? Magnify Magnify the Lord all the time. The name. I mean, we did a series of teaching some years ago titled The Seven Names of God. And I remember I explained that to, if you use the term seven, doesn't mean I was going to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I was just using that number seven in, in what they call spiritual numerology. Okay, that seven is a number for what? Perfection. Thank you. Ah, you're a very good student of numerology. Seven is the number of perfection, which means that we're describing the perfect name of God. And of course, if you know what that implies... We, are, we have to talk about, if you have to count it, it's in the order of what? Is it thousands? Millions? Hundreds of millions? Good. Thank you. I'm happy you are, you are flowing with me. It's uncountable. It's infinity. The name of the, of the Lord is each time you see him, there's a new revelation of him. And that's what you must learn. The revelations of God to understand the face of the Lord. David said, that's one thing I have desired to stay in your temple and behold the face of God. What was he trying to say? Each time you interact with the Lord, you will discover something new about him. And whatever you discover, and you call him by, that's another name you have found. I hope you're getting my point. That's another name you have found. Last time we explained again that you see Satan, what he does in the world, is to try and obscure the vision of God. To try and obscure the vision of the names of God. That is what Satan does. For example, who is your healer? Satan say, "Hey, listen. You have to be practical. Your genes decide how long you live or how long you don't live. Who is your healer? Is your diet. Who is your healer? Is your exercise regime. How much? How many hours you jog? Do you know? One day, I, you know. You know I have medical knowledge. I know many of you don't believe it, but I do. Some people don't do. The way they argue with me, they just think that it's not your fault. Because if they, if I sat in the clinic and they came in, they won't talk." But when he's on the pulpit, he wants to argue with you. Like I said, and the fellow is an economist. He's a lawyer. He's an accountant. Engineer, self. And he wants to argue with me. The Lord is good. <laughs> Let's not go there again. Now, so, what they try to do all the time, all right, is to focus your mind on something that is not God as a source of your long life. I hope you're getting my point. Go and exercise. That is where long life is. They prescribe for you what is the recipe for long life is exercise. The one, day, the one I wanted to mention is that I found out one day I've, I, 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 I had to laugh. They said sitting down is a cause of premature death. Aha, I like the way you opened your mouth there. Yeah, that is as bad as cigarette smoking. <laughs> better give up. <laughs> I know what I'm telling you. <laughs> the day I read that one, I didn't even bother to analyze the study because some things, I could have gotten it to read, let me see where the fault might be because the, the conclusion to me was so preposterous that what? That sitting, sitting down is a disease. That if you sit down for, I forgot maybe, is it eight hours or six hours a day, it's, as, it's equivalent to smoking a number of sticks of cigarettes. Now, listen to this, and that it cannot be compensated by jogging. So, if you sit down for eight hours and you go and run for two hours, sitting down will still kill you. (laughs) That you can't compensate for it by exercise the rest of the time. So, they began to design offices where you stood to walk. They exist today? Yeah, no, they exist. Offices where you stand. Your, your computer is put in a place where you don't sit down to type, you stand to type. I said, eh. So please, what do you want to leave for them? If, going in this life is this hard. You cannot stand, you can't sit again. Some people don't know you know, you know, you know, I give you a lot of information. That's one, go and Google it up and go and read I hope by now some people have found out what was wrong with that study. Now this is what happens, and this is a matter of fact. Anytime you replace God, you will get into confusion. Once you replace God, you take his position and give to something else, you will get into confusion. That is the way life is. People are always looking for this elixir of perpetual youth. What do we do so that we will not die? Now, You know, as a matter of fact, some people used to routinely live beyond the age of 100. Routine. People like um, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Moses, Joshua, you know, Caleb. It was routine for them. It was. And then some people now say maybe it's their diet. And I that is because they used to live outside. They will find all kinds of reasons. To explain why people live long. Or, you know what we're trying to do? We're trying to replace God for the reason why they lived long. He said, David said, No, don't forget. Don't do it. Don't ever do that. Don't forget that the Lord is my light and my salvation. The world is always trying to replace God for us. Please. That's one thing you must fight. Read the scriptures. The most common noun in the Bible, okay? The, the the most common person, both his noun and the pronouns that are to him, is God. The most, that is the person that's talked about the most in the scriptures, is God. The first line says what? In the beginning, God. Let's stop there. In the beginning, God. He started talking about God from the beginning. And the first few verses, you keep on hearing, And God said, 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 you hear that so many times. There's a key there. Anytime you find disorder, order is brought in by hearing what God is saying. I don't know what I heard. I said. If you want order in your life, just go and check your scripture. What did God say? Many times we want to pray, and nothing wrong with prayer, please. That's own place. But even when you have finished praying the correction will come by what God is saying. The earth was without form and it was void, and darkness was upon the surface of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Listen to me. When you are praying, that's what you are doing. You are getting the Spirit to hover the surface, hover over the surface of that situation, over your life. But change will not come until you hear what God says about it. Pray from now to tomorrow until you hear what God is saying. Change is not coming. After the spirit brooded over. That's what prayer is. Brooding over the situation. Talking to the Lord about it. Then God said, light be. And there was light. Then next, he made the waters pack to one side. The waters above and waters below. Then the ones below, he made them pack to one corner. And then the earth showed up. And they began to form vegetation and form animals. Everything. And God said. And God said. And God said. And God said is the answer. I hope you're getting my point. So what is God saying? And listen, it's not you pray until your ear hears things. Pray first, pick the Bible. Do you know the scriptures? The Bible was given to us so we can hear what God is saying. When you pray, pick up your Bible and read. He will talk to you. It is what he said that brings life into a situation. Like I said something last time when I began this. That's it. Anything Christians need, children of God need, is found just two places. Where are those places? Number one? I talk like you remember. Okay, those of you did not know, you've, you've, you've seen the expo now, right? So, now answer. Number one? Some people have not heard yet. Number one? Name of Jesus. The name of the Lord. Number two? The promises. the promises of God. Number two? The promises of God. Now, I was saying, what the world wants to do every time is to make us forget who God is. Why did I read these Psalms? You see, Psalm 23 started with, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, listen. Every other blessing you find in Psalm 23 is predicated upon the realization of that first line. I shall not want. It's not something you just keep declaring. I shall not want. I shall not want. No. I shall not want is tied to the fact that what? The Lord is my shepherd. That's where I shall not want comes from. That is a promise that's tied to the understanding of that name. I said last time, what do you do with the name of God? You invoke it. You invoke it. You invoke it. You know, I was listening to Job talk this morning. You know, and he just dawned on me something. They raided the goods of Job. His shepherds were outside taking care of his flock. And they killed everybody. And one man said, I I alone escaped to come and tell you. you know the man thought he escaped? You know that? But you know he didn't escape. He was preserved to go and tell the bad news. I don't know whether you got that. What looked spontaneous wasn't spontaneous. God had given Satan the order. Satan had the right to do what he was doing. But somebody had to bear the news for Job. So every time there was one calamity, one person escapes. Now the person would think he escaped. But actually, he was not, he didn't escape. He just hit me. I said, No, you didn't escape. You were sent to go and deliver the message. Now, I don't want to talk about Job or the escape. I just want to bring it to our hearts again that you see that man's escape was spiritually determined. It wasn't a game of chance. Please, today I want to just remind us again of our personal responsibility concerning our blessing, our protection, our healing. That's what I want to talk about. Our personal responsibility. Listen, your personal responsibility is not with your diet. Your personal responsibility is not with your burglar proof. Your personal responsibility is not with, nah, no, don't go out at night, though. Diarrhea is very risky. Your personal responsibility, that's not what I'm talking about. Your personal responsibility is to remember to exalt the name of God. Because listen, please not keep on saying this thing. Jesus was there. He said, if it's you, tell me to come, Peter said to him. And he said to Peter, what? Come. Now please listen to this. Did Peter still sink? Answer me. Did he still sink? Was he going to drown really? See, God loves you. God wants to help you. Does not guarantee you survive. You have a personal responsibility to activate the blessing in your favor. I'm going to digress as I go on, which you know I do all the time. This is my digression. Now, I'm going to, if I tell you where, where was I, this is what you would tell me. You were telling us about the personal responsibility concerning invoking the name of the Lord over every part of our lives. What did I say? You know, I get, missing, I get lost once in a while, so I have to do like dogs do. You mark, you mark points so that when you're going back home, animals do it. You know how to find their way back home. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to do. Now, this is digression. Please, we live in Nigeria. If you are listening to this and you are not in Nigeria, please don't be angry with us. This is the work God has given us for now. We live in Nigeria. There are issues everywhere. The hot issue now is 2023 elections because the parties have concluded their primaries, so we now know who the presidential candidates are and those who are running alongside them, who they are. So the discussion has now started, all right? And everybody, not everybody, but you know what I mean by everybody, almost everybody, they are looking towards 2023 as a time things will change because the government will change. So they believe the current government will go away with the problems the country has right now. If you believe that, you have been thoroughly deceived. The average person also believes that if you get a good leader to come in, which is 2023, May 29, right? Then good will start in the country again because a good leader came in. If you believe that, you are thoroughly deceived. If your focus right now is on electing a good leader for Nigeria next year, you don't know anything. Your ignorance is pulsating. Please, let me say it again. If your focus is on, let's get it right this time, concerning electing a good leader, your ignorance is frightening for a believer. Isaiah said, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. You are not walking in the light of the Lord if you are consumed with this discussion every day on analyzing which of the people here will be the best leader to move Nigeria forward, you don't know anything. Let it sink. Let it sink into you very well. If you are listening, in fact, especially those who are listening remotely. I I started a joke this afternoon. I laughed. One man called his friend. He said, oh boy, he said, "I get problem." The guy said, "No hala, let me help you solve it." He said, "How do you, What do I do?" He said, "Put it on your WhatsApp status. After 24 hours, it will disappear." <laughs> Did you catch the joke? Yes. So just put your just time. After 24 hours, it will go away. <laughs> that is what a lot of people are doing right now. <laughs> yes, they are putting Nigerian problems of next status, thinking that by next year it will go away. It's not going anywhere. Let me remind you again, this is just from observation, this is not prophetic, it's from observation, that is, I'm observing the earth, the whole world, from my knowledge of scripture. And I can say to you confidently, even though it's not a prophetic word, that the whole earth is being punished by God. He's really angry. His anger is blazing. And the troubles you are seeing, generally they are going to get worse. Generally, they are going to get worse. You know, it doesn't have to get worse in your life or in this nation, and then we have reasons to know that it doesn't have to get that bad in every country. For example, coronavirus came, they, uh, 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 what they call it, um, COVID nineteen, and it devastated nations worldwide. But generally, some nations were spared to a high degree, and not because of vaccination. You know, the vaccination thing was also a funny issue because God made people hear a rumor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people did not take it, even though they were offered. In our very funny country, where a lot of people are very crooked. Yeah, a lot of of people are very crooked. You know that. We can tell ourselves now. When we hear an American say it, you know we are going to ask Thunder to fire him. But when it is us, we can tell ourselves. The people will go there because they need to travel. They will go to take the vaccine. They're supposed to give them the vaccine, we break the vaccine, throw it away, and record that vial as the one to give to the individual. God was looking at all of us. Said, Don't worry, you will see one day. <laughs> My emphasis is that the reason why, now of course, we know it came, alright? I lost a few loved ones. I'm not saying they didn't come, but generally we're spared. If you know what it did in New York, <laughs> you'll be afraid. It killed in New York until the mugs had no space. F- um, trucks for carrying food were turned to makeshift mortuaries. Do you understand? It was that bad. It was that bad. At the end of the day, they recorded the recorded number of people that are killed in America is over a million, even though the figures we don't know exactly how they calculated, but it was, it was quite a lot. In Europe, it did the same thing. Till now, China is still locking down. Till now. As of today, China is still, because they have what they call the zero COVID policy. Now, what we are dealing with in Nigeria is should I take the vaccine? Because they have been calling people to come and take the, the third dose. Is anybody even answering anybody? Now, just, just to let us know that it doesn't have to go everywhere. Now, you want to know the truth? I'm observing with knowledge. I'm observing to understand the whole globe is in trouble. I told you, riots will break out. In fact, I, didn't even, I said it, one brother, just after a few days, he said, said oh, guy, okay, don't start. I said, "What? the waiting start? He said, you said it now. Sri Lanka kicked out their, their government. Is it Colombia that's rioting everywhere? People are rioting everywhere. Do you know, somebody has said something to me that, you know, President Buhari had the plan to remove subsidy. I that mean, every government that comes to Nigeria says they want to remove subsidy. Right now, they can't even try it. Not because they don't know what removal of subsidy is supposed to be like. But they say, we can't handle the riots that will follow. It's cheaper to be subsidizing with trillions of naira annually, for now, until they balance a lot of things. Airlines are not flying in Nigeria now. Flight cancellation is the order of the day. Fuel is the problem. It's so expensive. Evasion fuel is over eight hundred naira a liter. The same thing as this. Petrol have been like that too. I hope you know. <laughs> it's two pounds a liter in the UK. Now I'm going to explain something. I, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> when the government goes, the well, wallah go? I said, which, which, which? Do you know where the wallah came from? Do you know where it started from? It started from the spirit. Yes, it's a spiritual problem, which is spreading worldwide. When people talk, people are not informed. Do you know what's going on on the S right now? The next thing you know, WHO has declared an international emergency on monkeypox. Most of the world is on moderate. Europe is on high. And those states confirmed, I think, 12 cases yesterday. Oh, yes. It doesn't make me happy, but it doesn't surprise me. See, you will hear of out- outbreaks in different parts. See, there's nowhere to run to. It's time to learn to Hide in the rock. yeah. You have to learn how to hide in the rock. That's the point I'm going to make. See, many of your friends that thought they left you. Is it it Jackpot they call it? They will just say very soon. I'm telling you. See, see. The reason that there's no salvation anywhere. God will be going around Putting each per- I mean, You see, these calamities and problems are not spontaneous. Each individual has a list with one angel telling you how much of it you will experience, how much of it you will suffer, how much you will be delivered. It's decided in heaven, in- individually. Even in the same family, father, mother, four children, they will still write their names. In the house of Jeroboam, they had that issue. God said, everybody, you will die uselessly. Your rubbish death for every individual you will have no barrier. say, apart from that little boy that was sick when the, uh, the wife of Jeroboam went to see Ahijah, the prophet. said that little boy. Only him. He said, he will die. But he will get a decent barrier. It was listed what will happen to each individual. Him, they said, he will get a decent barrier. As soon as the mother got back home, he died. He got a decent barrier. So that is why when I say we have to learn to hide in the rock. You have to learn it, teach everybody. That's the situation. There's no way. On this earth, I do know when I think about it. You know, one brother made me get interested in a movie some time ago, and I watched the movie over the last few days. I won't tell you the name of the movie, because all of you now, go, now want to run to go and watch it. And it's not my job to promote movies. Uh-huh. So let's leave that. But I looked at the movie, I just when I, when I saw it, the whole world was destroyed in that movie. The whole earth. And it was depicted in such a manner to prove that they could have done something about it, but they did not. And everybody died. That means the whole globe was destroyed. It was the end of humanity. I looked at it I said, this thing can happen. In fact, it will have happened by now, except that God said not yet. The more, look, the more I look at this, and listen, let me just say, tell you this. There is no God that is alive that the earth will treat the way we have been treating him, and he will not react. You know, I've been saying that thing. You know, the bishop, the Archbishop of Canterbury, I stumbled on the news where they said, he withdrew something, a statement he made. I said, Look at this man, what is wrong with you? You just, God just gave you hope for your country and you are, they are making you run. He issued a statement that all the, that most act to the Anglican churches worldwide, are the bishops from different countries, the different bishops, I think they have a synod going on now somewhere. I'm not very certain. But he sent a message out that they should all oppose homosexual marriages. So the other bishops in, UK started firing him. Now the man withdraw. He withdrew the, the, the letter of the recommendation. He said, hey, this man. God just put the spirit in you so that you can spare your people and spare the earth. Then they are f- t- pushing you now. Hey. You know, Saddam Savarai said something. That the day Barack Obama, all right, when they of course was legislating from the bench, when they legislated from the bench and made homosexual marriages all right? By the way, funny thing, you know this monkeypox? He's spreading primarily amongst. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, that's how HIV started too. I said, look, so when Barack Obama did that thing, okay, to legalize same sex marriage, and then they painted the White House, not physical paint, but with light. You know, it's a White House, the house is white. So it's easy to paint it. So they painted it with white of the LGBT, no rainbow color Sadhu Savariite looked and said, "Hi, they just give God the finger." Those were his exact words, and that's how heaven interpreted, and I understand it to be. You are looking at God in the face and doing him, do your worst. You want to hear the news, He will do his worst. That's what he does. The reason why he hasn't done it is because there are two reasons. One. He's habitually patient. You know why he's patient? Because he knows that when he does it, and so he doesn't like to do it. So he's patient. Why? So that people, per they will persuade him to change his mind by changing their own lives and begging him. I am 100% convinced that some people did. And when they did, the person who was going to finalize the grave, the, 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 the coffin, America was Hillary Clinton. So when the people prayed and begged God, God gave them the most unlikely human being. You know, my little knowledge of politics, American politics, I did not think he had the chance. I did not think Donald Trump had the smallest chance of, I thought, you know, he has come again, you know that kind of, he has come again kind of thing. That's the way I looked at it. Then he made statements which I knew in my ignorance, I knew they were so politically incorrect, you're dead politically. He made one after another. He got up, he said, if I become president, I will ban Muslims from coming to America. I said, how do you say that in this generation? (laughs) That nobody says such things. He said it and got away with it. Then they played a clip of him insulting women, telling his friend how he sexually molests women. how ah, you grab them, how you can't do anything once you're a star. They played, it was his voice. I said, this is the end of him. I was so sure it would be the end of him. They said, he has to drop out of the race. The man said, ain't dropping out. Guess what happened? He did not drop out. His rating came to a climbing. Ah-ah. Uh-uh. This the man did everything by the book that was wrong. So, we're so uh, of course, Hillary Clinton was. I'm sure she was doing breakdance. The Democrats were doing breakdance. I still remember very well. I sat down and I watched CNN. They were they were compiling the results. You know the way we do our own IMEC. So they said, all right, they, they were saying that this will happen and they know that uh, this is all coming to. Democrats will win here. So. They were looking bad for the little but then it was so impossible they did not think it could happen. About three states that for the last 50 years or more always voted Democrat. Before their eyes, bam, results came in. Republicans won. Donald Trump. And that won. Donald Trump. Some battleground states that they were so sure forget Donald Trump took it. Next they knew what's happening. Donald Trump won the election. See, and they didn't believe it until the last moment. When they told Donald Trump he won, he was shocked, like, are you guys serious? His wife broke down because she didn't think they would win. Why am I telling this story and being dramatic about it? To let you know when God wants to do his thing, you'll be amazed. You want to know what I believe? That was God's answer to some people's prayers. So as soon as he came in, Because you see, when you want to annoy God, God said it. There are things you do, you pollute the land, and I have no choice but to have the land vomit up the inhabitants. He said, I will bring his judgment upon that land, and the land will vomit up the inhabitants thereof. And that's what they had begun to do. And then you see, when you want to really have problems in life, when you want to really have problems in life, like now, you're looking at how can I die early without killing myself directly what you just need to do. Just go and look for a group of young boys and girls who are doing we have come again. Maybe one corner on your street trying to do fellowship. Just persecute them. That's how to die quickly. All these sins you have committed before, God will remember them. Just look for those ones that look young. They don't have anybody. Say Nobody should clap here again. They will not disturb you. They are not clapping on your Orlando, just go and look for them and then persecute them. Make half police arrest them for disturbing the peace. Just make it clear that you are persecuting the people of God. Then go back home and sit down. Then God will come. See, there's one sickness you had, you did not know. <laughs> it will blow on it. <laughs> you know, flame. It will flare up. Believe me, Within six months, you'll be so sick, the doctor wants to say, this thing started eight years ago. He said, no, I was healthy up to six months ago. God said, no, no, no. doctor said, no, no, no. This thing has been here for this eight years. No, it's God. That's all he does. So when America really wanted to be destroyed, under Barack Obama, those LGBT people now started targeting Christians. You are there baking your cake, JJ. Mama, just come and say, please bake me a wedding cake. So you say, all right, that's going to be $750. You say, all right, good. Um, please write on it, Andrew, Weds, Stephen? Ah, you look like, excuse me, say, yeah, me and my, my partner are getting married. want to become husband and wife. Ah. They know they know you will not agree. You don't say, sorry, here is your $750. I'm a churchman. Where we go, Mm-mm-mm. that's what they wanted. Then you are in court. They cause rules against you, and then you have to pay a fine, or you bake the cake. And you say, "Excuse me, I'm baking the cake. I'm not denying the Lord." Your fine doubles. Barack Obama even passed a law enforcing employers to support termination of pregnancies with insurance money from the company. Ah, Hobby Lobby said no. This is America. My company, I mean. Can you imagine? They sued the reverend sisters. Who sues reverend sisters? Who will sue a reverend sister for running a convent? They did. Let me tell you the truth. You know That is how punishment is piled up. God says so that the sins say the blood of the prophets that were, that were, that were killed from Abel to Zechariah so that I will bring it upon this generation. So, you know what I will do? I'll give them more prophets to kill. That's exactly what was happening to America. Then some people nailed down in certain corners. They saw the judgment coming. In fact, um, because God does it, in, prophets can, be, can see half, all right? The first half was seen by Saddam Savaraj. He literally, physically saw the angels lined up with hammers in their hands, commanded to break that continent in two. He told them where the line to pass, where they are standing. And that right now, the hammers are still in their hands and are still on that line, till today. I think some people say, no, not in this generation. They got on their knees and began to pray, and they were begging God, please. And why is that half? Is that when God wants to show mercy, sometimes it takes Jonah by surprise. doesn't mean the Jew prophet was wrong. It just has people persuade him many times. To just take it easy. I believe that's what happened. So he gave them Donald Trump. So the moment Donald Trump came in, those things that tip the hand of God into judgment, he started pushing them back. They won. If you are sponsoring abortions, I brought, I brought no federal money for you. They won. That was the first thing he signed. The not saying, I've never seen this number of men making decisions on, decision on women's body. We're not making decisions on women's but We're making decisions on unborn children. We don't know whether they are men or women. And leadership, for goodness sake, is male, according to David Paulson. So they were abusing them. One by one, all those LGBT people suing Christians for not baking cake, they disappeared. In a funny way, all the court cases seem to vanish into thin air. Like you say, body language. The courts read the body language of the executive. And then one funny thing happened. One woman that thought she would live forever, they call her notorious RBG. Rose Baker Ginsburg. I mean, read something, anyway, Ginsburg. So she died. One of the most liberal people they had on the bench. Donald Trump replaced her. One guy looked and said, hey, let me quickly die now so that Donald Trump can replace me. He resigned. He left. Donald Trump replaced. He is a conservative. Anyway, by the time Donald Trump was done, in a short while, 6-3, he stamped the conservative thing on the Supreme Court and God said, it is done. You can go home. He wasn't going to win the next election. God said, hey, hey, oh boy, this, the way you were doing, leave me, I didn't like it, so <laughs> let's leave this thing. Ah. He, said, <laughs> he said, leave that thing. God said, no, you've done what I wanted to do. And of course, Within a few months, the blood of children, they had been spilling all over the land. That God put an end to it. He said, no, not anymore. Now, what am I going to explain here? See, eh? I describe that country to explain that God gets angry with the things we do. But if, when he plants his people in a nation, what he's saying is, invoke my blessing upon your land. See this whole world we suffer. See, if nothing is done now, I'm not telling this will happen, but I'm telling the possible trajectory. Another world war will start. It started already in Ukraine, between Russia and Ukraine. It will flare up. Possible trajectories. It may not happen, but just bear it in mind. Now, why the world is suffering so much now? It's just because of that simple war and the person they are trying to punish is making more money for the same quarter he has made more money than he made the same for that period previous year why you say okay we will not buy your oil sanctions just the threat of sanctions alone drives up the price now europe is trying to buy oil, uh, gas from nigeria because the guy shot it, it, last as a like, two days ago the guy locked some taps so this winter, in I go freeze. Yes, the guy, no, the guy is weaponizing his uh, energy supplies. What does that do? That drives up prices. By driving up prices, China is still buying. Even parts of Europe, they are still buying. India is still buying. So he's making more money with all the sanctions. Give them all the weapons. Even those who are giving weapons are begging the people they are giving weapons to. Don't fire into Russia. So no matter the weapons you give Ukraine, it will explode inside Ukraine. So when I say, I look, I say, Ukraine, I better get on your knees and pray. Because let the West give you all the weapons you need. They give you with one proviso. Please use it only inside territorial Ukraine. It can be parts of Ukraine that Russia has taken. But you cannot fire into Russia. Because what that does is to spoil it. So one day, another possible trajectory, possible, I'm not predicting, I'm just telling you possibilities. One crazy person will get tired. And it's going to send a barrage into Russia. Then Russia gets angry, decides that that thing was fired from Finland. then they move into Finland, who's already joining NATO. That will happen shortly after they join NATO. NATO is duty-bound to react. If you thought there was problems, then problems can start. They are not baking bread in Enugu now. Why? Most of the wheat is locked in Russia and Ukraine. Oh, you think the war doesn't concern you? That's why a loaf of bread is now, we started, we started, how much you started this year? It's not 300 or 400. And by now, we don't cross 600. 600. 600. They push now. Then, <laughs> When I <see> it <laughs> you know I've not had the ability to worry. Why? I've been believing God for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It is time to learn to hide in the rock. Yes, <laughs> Tell me you. Learn to hide in the rock. Now I told people that time, I'm not happy I said it. I said this dollar. You buy a for 1000 know, I didn't know people went and wrote it down. The pastor says it's going to $1,000. So, when the thing reset one day, said, Look at him. He said, One thousand. I said, No, that's not the way I meant it. But don't be alarmed. Because, let me not say more than that. They don't be worried. Don't be worried. Just leave that Don't uh, leave that. Don't worry yourself. But this world, they will know that. Ah, there's a saying in Europe, please. I have to say it. One balloon logger. And What did I just say? They will know. That God is king. They will know that God is a boss, literally. God's looking, God's saying, I will show all of you that I'm the boss. He said, He has sworn by himself. And the word has gone forth from his mouth in righteousness and will not turn back. That's it. That's, it. That's just the way it works. Everybody will know. See. Europe will get on their knees and beg him for mercy. And, of course, like you read in Revelation, was it chapter 8 we read at that time? That people will seek calamity. And if you don't, we wipe you out. And give your land to Arabs. Ah. Except this earth was not created by him. Except these heavens were not made by him. Except the earth is not the Lord's and the fullness thereof. How can you wake up every day once you tune a channel? Everything God says don't do. That's what they are doing. Anybody that says don't do it, you are not the enemy. So much that at least, I think, is it WHO or, anyway, I think it's WHO. They are very, Europe, Europeans are very strong on that. Okay. Americans tend to have their own classification. There's anybody who says he can't have sex with somebody until there's a deep connection is mentally abnormal. That's the way of telling those who say that sex is only after marriage, that you're sick. Yeah, now it has been codified as a mental illness. Somebody made these heavens and this earth. Somebody made this flesh. There's so much he can take in insults. In fact, he's bordering on getting angry with the rest of us who work in righteousness, simply because we ask for too much mercy. Because he said, what is wrong with all of you? They will not let you have peace? Then you said, I'm going to continue to have mercy. Moses kept on saying that. He said, Moses, here, I'm warning you. Let me take this book out. He said, no, 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 no. You know what saying? He knew how to intercede. He stood. God said, no problem. Do you know what happened? They still all died. And Moses now joined them. See, I've been telling Christians, you want to pray? Add to it, Lord, to judge iniquity. You have to add to it. See, so, a lot of people preaching that God does not; He will soon punish you. And I don't, you know, not I'm, I did not say that out of anger. I'm one. I said as a warning. We have so wrongly described it. Do you know we're even ashamed of the kind of person he is? God will punish you or, or, or the wicked. Do not say it's not him; it's the devil. Because are you telling me that the devil is more righteous than me? I just punish the wicked, and you're telling me it's the devil. Ah. Because the boy, he sinned against me. He blasphemed against me. All of them gathered together and insulted me. They worshipped idols, they worshipped demons on my earth. After eating my food, using my son, using my urine, the products, the produce of the earth that I blessed the earth with, they consumed it and then turned around and insulted me. Then I judged them. Your sin is the devil. Why would they fear me? So they fear more of they fear the devil more than they fear me. Why? Because of my people. They told them I don't hurt anybody. When the truth, we don't like to tell the truth about God. We don't. We don't. We don't. We're embarrassed. They say, why we kill children? God said, I gave the protection of children to their parents, so they don't want the children to die. They should walk in righteousness and invoke my mercy upon their children. If they don't, I will kill their children. And don't blame me. That's one of the worst problem. We are so embarrassed We preach messages. He only allows, he only, God said, me allow? Okay, how did I allow the air to be flooded? When I saw the wickedness in the heart of man and that he would never repent, he said the imagination of his heart is continually evil. So I drowned every living soul. And I preserved for myself my servant Noah and his family. And I'm not ashamed of it because I will do it if necessary again. And next time I'm going to do it, I'm burning everything. And he says the devil. You know, sometimes some of those <laughs> doctrines we preach. I say, what? Wondering. You know, I grew up and said, "Where did we read it? Which Bible? But the problem we had was that we first told ourselves that the so-called Old Testament is not our own. Then we read the so-called New Testament from Matthew down to Jude and then we stopped. Because if we dare to to jump to Revelation, we will wake up. We did not know that that so-called New Testament, number one, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of them were introduced with the ministry of John, either directly or indirectly. John, who came with a gospel of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. That's baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So the result of it was what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John showed to us until the death of the Messiah on the cross. And when he was living, he told them, hey, where were we? Where we were, all right, is that this whole place will soon receive my judgment. And about 40 years after they did, he wiped out everybody there. And the only advantage his own disciples had was foreknowledge. So he said to them, "When you see the armies begin to gather around Jerusalem, then know that her desolation is near, and it's not near like in the next few weeks or next few days. It's near in next few hours. You need to get out in a hurry." He said, "If you're in the field, don't return to your house. If you're on the roof, jump down from there and get out. Don't go into the house to go and get something." So that is the day you will say, "Blessed is the womb that did not bear." Yes. Because the mothers will be waiting for their children to come back. And they will not be able to run. I mean, we've misunderstood Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then after that, letters were written for us how we, his children, will walk in righteousness and understand his working. Paul said, that's all that's written to us. No, it's not true. The oracles of God, Paul told us, was committed to the Jews. From Genesis all the way to Malachi. written for us. We're supposed to read and understand how God works. But we don't. We learn a little bit of faith. Use it to collect more small things. And then we're happy. He's been thoroughly misrepresented. Nobody understands him. Our God is a coin of one side. not That's counterfeit. Not, we, nobody gets him. We, don't, we preach only his mercy. His mercy is mercy. We don't know that his judgment is necessary. And like Zapunen said, don't preach mercy until people understand judgment. And my own understanding is that they wouldn't even understand mercy. The gospel was presented from the beginning as a deliverance. Now check it. It was a deliverance. It was a deliverance. People were afraid of something, they were delivered from it. Hey, God, no. This essay, as I today, is in trouble. I have not seen anything yet, though. I said this to you, it's a terrible generation we are living in. Terrible iniquity and terrible in the wrath of God. And there's no way to run to. Sinner man, there's no way to run to. You have to learn, children of God, to hide in the rock. There's no way to run to. Anytime I read the news, I say, I say monkeypox. You know, it's not it like joke, like joke. it be like joke. You know when COVID-19 started, I thought it was a joke too. Why? It's called SARS-CoV-2, the name of the virus. I want to tell you about two, because there was SARS-CoV-1. Yes, it came in China some years before. I was saying it was just called SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome. It hardly left China, and it died down. Then MERS came, Middle East respiratory syndrome. Had left the Middle East, it died down. So when SARS-CoV-2 started, I assumed the same thing will happen. Meanwhile, anyway, I didn't know that some men had prophesied that wahala hey, they come that year, and it broke out and spread worldwide. And it, look, it was a first wave of judgment. Listen, science. I said there are three levels of operation: the spiritual level, then the soul level, and then there's the physical level. Now, science tends to get the last two levels; they can observe it, but you don't connect the first one. This is what I'm trying to explain. When Bill Gates spoke that time, he said that there's going to be. Now he said that that the death in Africa is going to be massive. They next said next, then there will now be economic collapse, and then there will now be riots. Now we heard about the deaths; we prayed. And then it was pushed back. God had mercy. But I think negligence or stupidity or something or arrogance. We forgot the next one. Now, Bill Gates was speaking on the premise of the way things work naturally. He could predict it. Except that really, those predictions are not really necessarily like that. They are actually Horsemen, who are being released one after the other, the first horseman came, and we rejected him with prayer and petition to the Lord's supplication. So he rode a bit and went back. Then the next horseman came into Nigeria because we were angry with the government. We welcomed him. What was the name of the horseman? Ensas. People interpreted it as revolution because if you see revolution, your nation will be destroyed. You don't want revolution. Listen to the word of God. The youth right now they are worse than the old people that they want to replace. See, please don't buy that crap. That what they, they are worse. They don't the young ones don't even know that wire can be done without cheating. They think there is quick money. They think school has come, and you want to hand over to that generation. Are you high on something? Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking for. But we opened our hands wide. And we told the horseman, come coming, come in, come in. And then devastated our infrastructure. Our economy spoiled a lot of things. Part of it we are still suffering till today. The painful part is that God said, who's blind like my servant? You know, the church is not learning anything. Oh, they're not learning. They, that's, that, for me, that's what pains me. See, this husband, they ride like that. So the world will experience one. After the other. Economic hardship is, is rolling out. After, listen, plagues will come, riots will come, but this earth will not know peace. It can't know peace. It's not possible. Unless God is dead. How will he know peace? They are shouting global warming, global warming, global warming. As if uh, it's because they are driving a car. God is laughing. One angel just blows on the song. <laughs> You know, sometimes uh, when God also confuse people who don't acknowledge him, (laughs) you will laugh if you have understanding. You know, what God has done, he has boxed United States and Europe into a corner. Yeah, he did that himself. For a long time, they put Iran sanctions. Now, for information, you know, America is very funny. You know, almost everything that um, Donald Trump did is still in place. Joe Biden did not even reverse them. So all that noise they are making is, is, is a lie. <laughs> Most things that only very few things has Joe Biden reversed till now. But this one is it. They put sanctions on the, um, Iran. Iran you can't sell oil internationally. So oil became expensive, then the price went down. Iran is still out. Is there still sanction on Venezuela? I can't, I'm not sure. But you see, Iran and Venezuela alone can end this crisis. Now, they put sanctions on some of this but at least Iran for sure. Then, Russia invaded Ukraine. They slam sanctions on Russia. Oil becomes expensive. The only way to end the rise in the price of oil is to go to Iran as in the begin pump. <laughs> they can't. So they're in a corner. We either tolerate these high prices or we finally turn around and say Iran pump. They will not give Iran muscle. So my guys are in distress. By the time, by the time when you begin to run, come Nigeria, just to see things bad. Yes, I'm telling you, Dangote is the one supplying Euro fertilizer now. I don't know if you don't know that, it is a, fa- it's a fact, Yes. They are having to ship fertilizer from Lagos <laughs> Europe from a and now they've arrived to come to England. You say, guys, now when not gas, how much that they sell gas? I'm telling you, because everybody there in a the corner, and listen to me, you keep on insulting God. That corner will get tighter and tighter and tighter. And immigrants are flooding into Europe. One day, see, two thousand arrived in Italy in one day, twenty-four hours. Oh, the world is upside down. I'm telling you. What am I even trying to say? It's going to get more upside down. Shaf, it's scary. Let me now give you the comfort of the Lord, which is why I began all of this. Even though the whole earth is under that, that, it doesn't have to touch everybody. But that's why I started with the story that when one horseman came out, we looked and said about God, "How far?" Then he pulled the horseman back. That's what God does. You know, sometimes when the you know when the horseman rode into Israel, David woke up to reality. If they don't number Israel. Don't do it again. By the way, you know, I told the church has been numbering Israel. I will remind us again people of God, stop this nonsense. If you number Israel, God will punish also. I'm telling you the truth. That's what He will do. The church it will have to be careful, but we'll talk about that in a moment. So, it doesn't have to be everywhere. So, which is why I began the whole story that we have to invoke the name of the Lord, we have to bring in the blessing of God into any place where he has kept us. I've described to you now the problem the whole world has. Nigeria has its own problems. But we can say to God, thus far and no further, in prayer. We can push back the problems we have and say, the one you are throwing around globally, let it not enter here. God does that. He can draw a line in Goshen so that Egypt will suffer and Israel will not. But before he does that, you know what he does? He tells Israel, remove all the gods from the midst of you. So I'm giving you, as a matter of spiritual principle, any nation that removes his gods will be spared from the judgment that is covering the whole globe. Because it's going to continue to come. Sometimes, I don't know, see, of course, remember I tell you, prophets tend to do half, okay? Sometimes Jonah says one thing, he doesn't know what else goes on behind it's when he observes, so be careful when you're interpreting what I'm going to say. Sometimes I look at Europe, and I don't know what's keeping Europe. The state of Europe right now, they cannot survive one more generation. One generation has gone. I think this current generation is the one that will come under earth. In fact, I believe, again, my personal persuasion, that Brexit is God's way of telling UK for old times' sake. Yes. I I think so. I think part of it was that there was a bit of shaking. There's a kind of undercurrent revival that provoked that Brexit thing. So when God wants to bring judgment, He will spare Judah and take Israel. You you get the principle here. That is the, the Europe of today. The Europe of today. Unless something, there's a mitigating factor behind that I'm not aware of. A time will come in a short while, the Lord will have to send messages to his people all over the world. They get out, cross the sea, go back home, travel to America, go somewhere. Why? I'm about to bring my wrath upon this continent. Let's talk about home. Which is the reason why I went to do that. Please, people have got to understand something. We have a responsibility. See, if God gives you responsibility, you run away from it, so go and hide somewhere. You are begging for Nebuchadnezzar to catch you in Egypt. Go and read what that means. When Jeremiah told them, guys, relax here. They run to Egypt. Nebuchadnezzar will catch you there. So when I say we have a responsibility, we have a duty. Of course, our duty is spiritual. Our duty is spiritual. We need to invoke the name of the Lord and bring his blessing and preservation over this land. You know, these messengers, these servants, they are deaf and they are blind. Because they see calamity and they don't, still don't know how to petition the Lord. They see calamity and they still don't understand how to petition the Lord. What am I trying to say? of guards attacked by bandits. You don't think there's a problem? Uh, okay, you, you agree there's a problem. Who's the problem? Buari. You have gone mental. Please, Buhari, to everybody, please, I'm counting down, I'm going home. And you still see the church. They want to analyze. Let me tell you how you know that something is wrong with you mentally as a Christian. If you still think your deliverance is in the change of government. If you still think there is a person that can bring deliverance. You have gone spiritually mental. Was Moses a bad leader? Did they enter the promised land? What else do you need to know? That the problem of Nigeria is not leadership. I don't understand for people. You keep on talking. Do you know the other day? People were arguing, insisting that I told them to vote for APC. Me. They didn't even ask when did, did I ever have I ever voted for APC in my life? What's the reason? Because I keep on telling them the government is not your problem. Those who know that when they were shouting, change is all we need. I told people the same thing. Change is all we need. Which change? Change of government. I said, which kind of lie is this one? The change that you need. As soon as the president came in, this current president, he, the anointing came upon him and he prophesied. He said, change begins with you. Of course, as will always happen, within a year, all those who are shouting change, they changed their they switched. This is the change we voted for. What they don't realize is that Saul, the coming of the king in Israel, was not the source of deliverance that they were looking for. The people should have understood that if you wanted deliverance, you will go to Samuel, who was the prophet, and say to him, what have we done? Did Moses not warn us how we one chase a thousand and two chase ten thousand? Except their rock gave them up. What did we do that he gave us up into the hands of Nahash, the king of the Ammonites? They did not. They said we need a king. I said it should remind me of something, right? Because I think I can now connect what I was saying. Yes. Our personal responsibility of invoking God's blessings into our lives. Okay? But now, let me finish with the one of invoking into the nation. But this is so hot. Anytime I stand up to preach, it comes back to my heart. The church in Nigeria, the leaders thereof are misleading the people. The leaders are misleading the people. Please, I'm begging, pastor, stop misleading the body of Christ. You are misleading the body of Christ. How? You keep on telling them that their hope is in their PVC. That is a lie. Please, let me say it again. Because I've been printing this again and again over the last few weeks now. I will not get tired of saying it. What does it mean to number Israel? David got up and said, go and number Israel for me. He wasn't counting children. He wasn't counting Women. He wasn't counting old men; he was counting men of war. And Joab looked at him and said, "Sir, what did you say? Send number Israel for me." Joab said, "Sir, that's not how you taught us to do it." Now I'm going to add many words you won't find overtly in Scripture, but after meditating, I believe it's there that it really happened. Joab looked at him and said, "Sir." Of course, you know Joab said no. David just insisted. I imagine Joab saying that, sir. But you know, remember you said, there was a time Samuel told you something and you reported to us. From the things you are saying, sir, they are against what Samuel said. You told us that our deliverance is in the name of the Lord, not in the strength of our army. Sir, that is what we use to go to battle. I remind Abishai of that all the time. That the Lord will do that which is pleasing in his sight. I remind my men, they never forget. Sir, we can't count the people I May mean, the Lord increase them, but that is not our strength. David said, do I sack you from being my commander-in-chief? Or at least, my commander of my army? The man was so angry. He did the job grudgingly. He did not number the Levites, neither he did number Benjamin. He said, no, I know they do. He came, gave David figures. What does it mean to number Israel? When you start calculating your own natural strength, as A source of your deliverance, which is the rubbish pastors are telling Christians to do. If we can all gather together and get our PVC, that, st- that statement will invoke the judgment of God. You know, I've been saying it. We can come together and support a candidate. This is how to be punished. God will send everybody, including me and you, into suffering for another four years just to make us re- because you see, the earlier you learn, because human beings are so. So They are so forgetful. Was this not the same story they told 7-8 years ago? They are back to it again. They are going around the same mountain again and again. As I still remember one of these big pastors in Nigeria. He held a card like this and was recorded. Buhari, Buhari. Everybody, go and get your PVC. Go and get your PVC. Go and- you want to use PVC to dethrone a king? What's wrong with you? Who is it that says a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? When people gather together and they want to do that with the Lord has not blessed, he scatters their language. Imagine churches coming to do PVC Sunday. Listen, Chris, pastors, that is madness. You have taken the name of the Lord and you have insulted him. Do you know they actually see things like this? Things that provoke divine judgment. They say God will not come down from, from heaven to give us the leader of the earth. Are you stupid? Which Bible did you read? You want to hear the truth? He does. Of all these men you are following, these mortal men, whose breast is in the nostrils, how many of them will live to be to twenty twenty three? Huh? Do you know? He withdraws his spirit and they expire. What is wrong with people? You don't hear stupid things like, we have prayed, Now to... Oh God, have mercy. Oh Lord, have mercy. Church! Your salvation is not in your PVC. You can gather all you want. You cannot gather against the decision of the Lord. I keep on telling Christians. Should you vote? Yes. I think you should vote. Why? It's a civic duty. But if I have not closed church to say tax Sunday, I have no right to say PVC Sunday. The same people that won't pay taxes, you think God honors their choice? Why have you not said this Sunday? This morning that's stolen not coming to church. You have never done that. It's pro- yes, is proof that your faith is in your PVC and God will frustrate you. The time we should, you know, nobody, I said before, you want to invoke the name of the Lord, bring chance with the name of God to church. We haven't brought it. We are saying show your PVC before you enter church. Teach everybody. This is what you should teach Christians, pastors. You know, people be arguing with you. Hey, what are you saying? That God gives the leader you ask for. I say, which Bible did you read? How do you use common sense on serious matters? Which scripture did you read? Saul was not God's choice. I say, is that so? Saul was not God's choice? Whose choice was he? The people, did they know who Saul was? They had never heard of Saul, never heard of his family. Even God said it. Though you were small in your own eyes, yet I made you. The guy was from a small family, the smallest tribe in Israel. Benjamin, just a handful of men. Who knew who Saul was? But the God that they rejected appointed him. It was God's choice. He said, but yes, they reject." that's the only thing you can do. You can reject God. Or you can accept God. You cannot reject or accept a human being. People are on choice that God made 10 years ago, on choice that God made 20 years ago. You think it's now he wants to decide? <laughs> Run up and down. You only manifest his choice. Vote all you want. You know, people don't know the God they are. The truth is that they don't even know him. That's the summary. They don't know him. The reference told the story of when God led him to pray so that the Second World War will end and that the Allies will win. Because everything that God wants to do, you pray them into existence. So when the Lord put that prayer on, him, on his heart, it was a simple prayer. He said, Lord, give us leaders so that through them, you will give us victory to your own glory in these battles. And he kept on praying that. He was a young Christian, so he had to be by the Holy Spirit. And the council of war met in London. And they said they were going to replace the man who was commanding the North African you know, troops, the allied troops. The person they sent, chosen by the council of war, as he was landing, his plane crash landed. He was thrown out of the plane, he broke his neck and died. Why? God said, that's not the person I chose. That's the one your council of war chose. It was now an emergency. There was now a vacuum in the chain of command. The man at the top is gone. One has been removed. The one that came to replace him is dead. So without ca- calling the council of war, we St. Churchill sat down and unilaterally appointed the son of a clergyman by the name Bernard Montgomery to go and command the war. And that was the man that God sent to turn the tide of the battle. Before that, God raised men to pray. So as soon as that man arrived, everything that was wrong, he corrected. his military. Shook the officers upside down. Put everybody in line. Boosted the morale. We give them speeches all the time. And the day before the final battle, or at least the deciding battle, they call it the Battle of El Alamein. The man gathered his men and said, let us pray to the Lord of hosts. That was what he did. He gathered the men, let us pray to the Lord of hosts to give us victory in this battle. And then the prince found out and said, ah, that is the answer to the prayer that we're praying. Because the man indeed gave God the glory. You think he, cannot, he can elect somebody? People whose hearts you don't know? What's wrong with human beings? You want the blessing of God upon this nation? I will tell you what you do. You invoke the name of God over the land. You ask him for mercy. No need for this discussion on politics. It's not getting you anywhere. You want blessing for the nation? Please invoke the name of the Lord of Light. See, God has shown us enough. Let me tell you something. I see all of you insulting the president every day. I'm not mentioning it, but I see it all the time. Is going to, where, he going? He where did he go? Is this Israel? Where did it travel? Liberia to go and talk on security. It's mockery. People say I'm mocking him. If you're a Christian and you do that again, the Lord will discipline you severely. So shut your stupid mouth and stop that rubbish. If you're a non-believer, may God have mercy on you. Leave the man alone. People keep up, you see, I have people who live up north. You must understand. Pastor, I will tell you something that <laughs> there are people keeping this war from reaching your doorsteps. You can be insulting them day and night. There are people preventing it from reaching your doorstep. That's why I keep on telling Christians, pray for the military. Don't laugh at them. They are people's husbands, people's brothers, people's children, people's fathers. How dare you laugh? How dare you mock? If arm robbers coming to your neighbor, you, you jump into the well. There's nothing you can do. Why are you like? Why don't you go and enlist? do want to go and volunteer. Do you know what they are going through? They call them insurgents. They are not fighting insurgents, people. They are fighting an army. They are fighting invading armies that came from the north. I don't mean northern Nigeria. I mean northern borders. Many of them fought in Libya, got tired, came to Nigeria where the action is. Many of them fought in Chad, got tired, came down to Nigeria, they said there's action there. Some people are just fighters. That's just what they are. They don't care the cost, just fight. They've been shooting since they were 16. They do not have no other job. Do you think if the president or the Nigerian army could stamp this thing out in 24 hours, they wouldn't? Read your Bible below. Joshua was a strong man. God anointed him. Yet he, when he went to Ai, when he went to Ai, yes, he lost the battle terribly. But when the people came back, he fell down and said, Lord, what's going on? Human beings that don't know spiritual things will say it was a tactical error, but it was not. Why was it a tactical error? They will say because he sent only 3,000 soldiers. But you forget that before that, he had done his Reiki. You understand? Well, sorry. He had done his... Um, yes, I used uh, military just, they shortened it Reiki, okay? You know, I served in Nigeria I mean, those days, so we, we picked some terms from them. He had done the re- reconnaissance. They have checked everything, and they strategically planned it. That 3,000 will overwhelm the place. Yet yeah, they lost He was not a stupid man, but he lost that battle. The battle that they went back for, he didn't go there. He went to go and be praying. Because the man understood that to win is spiritual. Winning is spiritual. It's not human sense. When you see soldiers go to battle to go and defend you, pray for them, don't laugh at them. We are fighting the spiritual battle. You think it's the battle of AK-47? The other day, I, <laughs> I watched the documentary on the Second World War. You know? In that documentary, when they showed how Hitler, in his what they call the lightning, there's one thing they call it, and the, the way he charged across Europe, when they told the general in charge of the French army, that Hitler was at his doorsteps, he said it was impossible. When I was watching it, I said, my God, this has spiritual things play out. He said it was impossible. In the history of warfare, it had never happened. I can't give you details, I will bore you anywhere, and I can't even remember all the details. But one thing he did not factor in was a new weapon of war, which was a drug. Hitler's men had not slept in three days. They didn't know it was possible. The drugs are now, they, you know, they are now drugs of abuse. But that's when this drug just came out. Hitler gave it to his soldiers every day. So this young man fought non-stop for three days. No sleep. Needing little food. The drug kills hunger. He kills sleep. It gives you energy. You start feeling like a spirit. They told this Frenchman, man he said it's not possible. He calculated the distance, the amount of weapon they needed to move. He factored in the amount of Time men need to, needed to rest. He did not know that Hitler's soldiers were not resting. They fought non stop without removing their boots, without having a bath, without breaking to eat for three straight days. When I watched it, I said, Jesus. I said, It was God that just delivered the whole of Europe to this man. These were seasoned generals. They had fought wars before. What was coming? They had no idea. Please, wars are not... See, these are spiritual things, though. Now, why am I saying this? Do you know the average Nigerian, instead of supporting the government, especially southern Christians mostly, instead of supporting the government with goodwill, with faith, they cripple the hand of the army, cripple the hand of the head of state, cripple the hand of the defense forces with your negativity. When soldiers are killed, instead of lamenting, they laugh. They mock. So this one's to our soldiers. When they ambush people's children, people's husbands, people's fathers, people's friends, and they kill them, you're laughing. What is funny? You're mocking. Let me tell you, if anything bad happens to this country, the Christians will be held responsible by God. That is the word of the Spirit. He said, okay, you heard that Brigade of Guards We ambushed in Abuja. These pastors, call prayer meeting now. They say, what we need is a change of government. You have not called prayer meeting. They said, let me say, the description of Brigade of Guards, they do a number of functions. Number one, they guard Abuja, Federal Capital Territory. Two, they guard the president and his family. They guard the vice president and his family. And they guard all very important personalities that come to Nigeria. They were ambushed. And you think it is funny. In case you do not know, they were ambushed while going to answer a distress call. And then you know what we do? We mock. We mock. See the derision. So now when I see the way people react, I say, God. You know, and I got, I now understand when they say you are patient. Is the Christians that alarm me the most? For them, they say it's a sign of the of the, what do you call it, ineffectiveness and cluelessness of the president. I look at the person talking. This guy can't guard the streets. Ordinary rats, we drive him out of the compound. And he's mocking when he should be praying, when he should be pleading for mercy. Whoa. Sometimes I look at people and I say, God, you they show mercy. You they show mercy. The little I know about all these about, about spiritual things. I can tell you one thing for sure. If all of us gather as believers, repent properly, pray the right prayers, God will shut that thing down like this. Without that, you can't stop them. Mark my words. Without that, you can't stop them. You think, I, listen, go and get American mercenaries. Those guys have fought, fought Americans again and again. They are not a regular I army. Mean. They don't care whether they destroy the land you are fighting on. It's difficult to fight people like that. They have nothing to lose. You, when you are shooting, you want to preserve the life of your civilians. They don't care. Why do you think I want the America Pact is loot and say, I beg. 20, 20 something years in Afghanistan, will they go house? We were going home. They left overnight. They, over, people did. They just parked. Like, go, 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 go. Come, come. let everybody go. It's enough. I want you to see all these things from a spiritual angle. That's what I want to make. Look at it from a spiritual angle. Stop looking at it you know, carnally. I see Christians gather. They are numbering Israel. That if enough of us can gather our PVCs, we vote out APC And vote out PDP. What makes me laugh is that Nigerians are very funny. How long will it take you to know you don't have different political parties? It's, it's silly. You don't have. Abubakati, Atiku has contested on the platform of PDP, ACN, PDP, according to um, Adam Oshomali, do you know how many times he has camped, decamped, recamped, and then decamped? Peter B was a member of PDP until a few days ago. Why are you telling me you want to vote at a party? They are all, all the same party. They're all the same. You no, know, that's the argument I have all the time. I say, how long will it take you to know that you don't have salvation in any of these places? How, how long? <laughs> You're numbering Israel. When you have finished numbering Israel, you have finished collecting your PVCs and you've now listened Listen to me. If you succeed in putting anybody you like in power, I give you the word of the Lord. Now, you're not going to succeed. Okay? But even if you will succeed, this is the word of the Lord. The person will fail within six months. Yeah. You know why? It's called hope. You have put the hope of the people of God on the vain thing. That's it. God said, This person is my enemy. I'm not going to fight you. You know why? He's a jealous God. He's very jealous. He's jealous. One day, one long, young girl came to meet me said, Good afternoon, sir. Small girl. Je- Which class is that girl? Nobody's jealous too. Says, said, Sir, what does it mean when they say God is a jealous God? Many people don't know what it means, is, you know what it means to be jealous. My glory, I will share with no graven image, I won't share with anybody. I still believe that one of the reasons Obasanjo's tenure was good for us relatively was that we had no hope. (laughs) Do you get my point? We we didn't have any hope. We just said, anything. God help us now. You know, Obasanjo contended against Ulufa I'm from Western Nigeria. I was there. Obasanjo didn't contest In the West, they didn't vote for him. He got most of his votes from the North. Of course, he got some, divided some, maybe Ogun State is his home state, probably got a few. Lagos, forget. You know, here and Lagos, what they've been fighting from the beginning till now and ever shall be, war with that end. That is, <laughs> that is most Nigerians said, you know, you know when it's recycled, recycled, they talk, dog. God said, good! If I bless this, wood, they worship me. My spiritual understanding that he blessed us. Then we mismanaged it. Instead of learning learning our lessons, you know what we did? We threw away the lessons and then we are now numbering Israel. And you see pastors will come to church. All this discussion. Political party. Voting. The one pastor was talking, I was looking at him. 25 minutes to 30 minutes, later, I just reached off. I said, oh, God, If you don't have nothing want to tell me. It's time for the country to gather together. It's time for us to begin to look forward. It's time for us not to look backwards. It's time for to engineer ourselves. I said, oh, God, everything I say has no meaning. You, know what I'm telling you After 25 minutes, I said, this one, this data is costing me money because this was on YouTube. <laughs> I don't question it. What I expected to say is that people of God, there is none like the God of Israel. That's what I expect you to hear. He's a governor amongst the nations. Let us invoke his name upon this land. Let us ask him to have mercy. Listen to me, Amanda, i that, people of God. Anybody tells you I've prayed enough is a satanic talker. Anybody tells you I've prayed enough is speaking for the devil. Anybody telling you I've prayed enough is an antichrist spirit is operating by. The Bible says Jesus himself said the men ought always to pray and not to get tired of praying. Paul said, pray without ceasing. I dare to say that any time churches gather on this political matter, it's not time for discussion. It is time to pray. It is time to prophesy. It is time to invoke the name of the Lord over the land. Can we rise to have it? And let's invoke the name of the Lord over this land. What I said, you should remind me of invoking God's blessing to your personal life. We'll take it next time if God allows us. It's the same thing actually. It's very simple. What we're just going to do is invoke the name of the Lord. What we are doing is what? I didn't hear you well, Lou. Yes, we are calling him, what his name, over this nation. We are, you know, he said, thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and all of that. He said, thus you will invoke my name upon them, then I in turn will come and bless them. That's it. How do we invoke the name of the Lord? It's simple. It's just to invoke it. To call the name. And say, Lord, this nation is yours. Lord, have mercy upon us. Lord, give us a blessing from above. Blessing comes only from you. It does not come from the weather. It does not come from the sun. It does not come from oil. It comes only from you. To say, Lord, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Therefore, this nation Is your own. is to call him Lord, God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are the God of mercy. Have mercy on us. Put iniquity out of this land. You are the one that can do it. Put corrupt. see, it's just to tell him, Lord, it is you, it is you, it is you. That's how to invoke the name of the Lord. That is how to invoke the name of the Lord. Let's start and give him praise because he's a God over this land. Just begin to speak. You can use my words. If I say it after me, say, Father. Father. Say it, farther. Father. The earth is the Lord's Lord. and, the and the fullness thereof. Nigeria, Nigeria. And, all that dwell in it. and all that dwell in it. Say, you are the governor amongst the nations. You are the governor amongst the nations. You say, Jesus, Jesus. Our, Lord. our Lord, you are the governor amongst the nations. You are the governor are the over this nation. You are the governor over this nation. You are the ruler over Nigeria. You appoint kings. You appoint rulers. You are the appointer of rulers. You are the one who appoints kings. You change seasons. You change epochs. You change dynasties. The power is with you. The power belongs to God. Say it, over, Nigeria, declare, over Nigeria we declare. The power belongs to God. The power belongs to God. Belongs to God. Belongs to God. Belongs to God. Please let's quickly read that Psalm 46. We'll continue. We have not finished too. We have not finished too. I just wanted to read that Psalm 46 again. We have read it a number of times. It's one psalm I like us to use, you know, as such times. Psalm number 46. So let me just switch my version. Ah, we have Look, <laughs> our help is in the name of the Lord. Yes, our help is not in APC. I hope you know that. Yes, sir. Our help is not in PDP. I hope you know that. Yes, sir. Our help is not in Labour Party. I hope you know that. Yes, sir. Our help is not in NMPP. I hope you know that. Yes, sir. Our help is, you know, there are many other political parties. Let just mention one or two. Give me one. Our help is not in Abga. I hope you know that. Yes, Give me another one. ADC. ADP all these political parties in this nation, our help is in none of them. What did I say? Our help is in none of them. Our help is in the name of the Lord. That's what we are doing. We are invoking that name over this land. Our our help is not in any presidential candidate. The only presidential candidate who our help is in is the one that is not breathing. If your breath is not in your nostrils, then we can have faith in you. But if now breath, you did take waka. You are as useless as useless can be to us. The only person we're hoping, he doesn't have blood. His blood has been shed. He said, touch me. Flesh and bones. That's it. Yeah? So if you, are, if you have flesh and bones, we'll vote for you. So the only person we're voting for is the only human being that's walking around the universe with flesh and bones. And his name is Jesus. Yes. Came down as a man. And took that body with him. His name is Jesus. And we call him what? The governor amongst the nations. What do we call him? The The governor governor among the nations. nations. What do we call him? The governor over Nigeria. What do we call him? The governor Governor over Nigeria. Nigeria. What do we call him? The governor Governor over Nigeria. Nigeria. Listen, let me say this to Christians because you hear these things a lot of times. Let me just let you know. Rulers are appointed by the decree of watchers. Not by human vote. Human vote is a system of manifestation which cannot alter the decree of the watchers. Never forget what I've said to you. That is why men who want to win elections, they don't start with campaigning. They start with sacrifices. I said it last time. Don't ever forget it. They start with all forms of sacrifices. And if you're a believer, before you go and run for office, go and pray. Until you get a move from the spirit. Because you are contending with, you think you are contending with campaign. You are not. <laughs> you are contending with spiritual forces. You are not contending with human beings. Nobody sits. listen, even when it comes to ordinary, what they call association, you know, chairman, things like that. God deploys one angel to go and supervise it. You want to take the Lord by surprise? If he tells you no, no is no. I told you about our brother, in a boy. Not sure this the, the, the local government exactly. God told him, look, you are going to win the election. That is what I want you to do. And he did it. Next time, the Lord said, don't bother. He won't win. He did. He bothered. And he won physically. And God gave him tertiary. You know what they called tertiary? Lord kicked him out. You cannot sit... <laughs> Look, one of my colleagues told me something once. This is a man who plays as if he doesn't believe in spirituality. But the man is telling you stories. He gave me names. I, just, I can't remember the name. Even if I did, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't give it to you. He told me about people went somewhere in this Enugu. They were fighting for a particular seat. They went to a particular shrine. This Balam there, very powerful. He did what he had to do. And he told them that anybody but this man that sits on that seat will not, will not survive the man who came. They did the election. They did everything. Then the, the military administrator at that time canceled the whole thing. He forgot. They all forgot. After a while, they did another round of elections. This time around, this Balaam, his wife, ran for that office and won. The day of inauguration, she collapsed and died. The day of inauguration, she collapsed there and died. The man had forgotten. Why? <laughs> Why are Christians so ignorant? The poor not tell us we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. When the Bible tells you about the prince of Persia, don't forget. There are princes in heavenly places. You invoke the name of the Lord and displace princes. Without invoking the name, you'll fight from now to tomorrow. We can riot out from now to tomorrow. Nothing will change. When God wants to walk, he goes around, he starts uttering words, he starts giving us words. We start declaring words. That's why, look, listen, the church, please, being a pastor, pastors, look, your job <laughs> is to sit in the council of God, hear what he has said, and come and declare to the people of God. Though. Because each season, there is a word God wants his people to have. I can show you, in, because when I say all the tongue that has been going on among. See, let me tell you something. Politics is good, though. I'm not saying it's bad. But let it be played outside church. I'm not saying Christians can't play politics. I say so. I said they should do what? Play it outside. When you enter church, oh boy, bring words from the council of heaven. I don't mean prediction of who win. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean bring words. That will dethrone evil powers. Bring words that will establish divine blessing. Bring words that will establish the authority of Jesus Christ. That's what I want to be discussing in church. And I see pastors getting up and talking about uh, uh, this party took this... I say, what's your problem? Are you a member of their party? I, I will say this openly, eh? because I, I don't like it. See, any party can choose... You can choose anybody you like as your running mate... Or as your presidential flag bearer. It's none of my business. If I don't like it, I vote for your opponent. That's my own, be- that, that's my own attitude. Why do churches bring that into the center of the pulpit? What do you concern you inside? Are you a member of the party? My own is simple. Whoever you choose, if you will not do the will of God in my life, die by fire. Some sort of got that. I don't know you. I don't call your name. I'm just trying to say that's what will happen. And we anoint that seed spiritually with oil. If you will not let the oppressed go free, if we have received deliverance from the hand of the Lord, you won't sit here. That's what I'm just going to say. In the spirit, we will just anoint. See, and that's what I've been doing. See, you are not oppressed until you have received mercy. You, can be, you are a lawful captive until you have received mercy. But when you have received mercy, and you have not been let go, then you are now an oppressed person. So that's how we pray. First, we pray to God for mercy. We're asking for deliverance. We see the land is ravaged. The land is pillaged. There's crisis everywhere. We say, Lord, because without iniquity and the anger of God, this does not happen. That's it. say we should open somewhere? Huh? Psalm 46. Tired of Christians, analyzing politics like unbelievers? Ha! If you see the way we have numbered Israel. And place the name of the Lord on the You talk to Christians, you'll be shocked. Say, what depth of ignorance are we walking in now? No wonder Isaiah shouted, Come, house of, is it house of Judah or house of Israel? Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Because we're walking in darkness. I was saying earlier, I gave a message to, to pastors. When you come to church, please, prophets, don't bring this nonsense discussion of PVC. It's against the will of God, it's anti Christ. Bring a word from heaven. Say, this is the decree of the watchers. The word of God is alive and active. Tell people, thus says the Lord. You're not mentioning names, you're not mentioning the political party, you're not fighting anybody, but you are saying simply, this is the decree of the Almighty. With those decrees, you dethrone these evil principalities. Psalm 46. Oh, I like this again. I another one of those ones that they start with the name of God. Are you there? Please, I like us to use the same version. I want us. If you don't have the New American Standard, now again, that is not the version that God made. It's just the one that we read. NIV is good. Okay, now New Living Translation is alright. New King King James is good. You say what about King James? Well, if you like the English, it is good. Uh, English Standard Version is good. God's Word Translation is good. Good News Bible they are all good. But I just usually reuse New American Standard, which has three versions actually. <laughs> they have a two, 2020 version, 95 and 77. I typically use the 95 one, but any one you use is okay. Okay, But then to read together, let's just take any of these three versions of New American Standard. Our words will rhyme. That's why we read it. So please don't go and say that the one, I will say that King James is the one God authorized. Nonsense. There's nothing like that. <laughs> So this is not the one I'm telling you God authorized. Okay? 1-2, let's go. God, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at the swelling pride. Verse 4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an opera. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Please read that verse 7 again. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Please read it one more time. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Please, we have not done with reading it. Listen, we are declaring this over this nation. Now we are the body of Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. We are the people of God in this land. We are the light of this nation. We are the salt of this country. So because of that position that God has placed us in, we say this first over ourselves and then over this land. So we are going to do it two more times now. One to let's go. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Listen to me. We are not going to declare over this land. Our PVC is not our stronghold. INEC is not our stronghold. Amen. PDP is not our stronghold. Amen. APC is not our stronghold. Amen. Labor Party is not our stronghold. ABGA is not our stronghold. Amen. Not our stronghold. Amen. The Agreement of Man is not our stronghold. Amen. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Amen. So let's declare it together. One, want to let's go. The Lord God of hosts, hosts is with us. The God, God of Jacob, Jacob is our stronghold. Hosts. Listen, the Lord of mercy is with us. Amen. God, we ask your mercy. The Lord of mercy is with us. Amen. The Lord of mercy, who is also the Lord of hosts, is with us. Amen. He will put an end to banditry. Amen. He will put an end to kidnapping. Amen. He will put an end to road traffic accidents. Amen. He will put an end to bloodshed. Amen. He will put an end to all the violence in this land. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's continue reading verse 8. 1 to let's go. Come, Come behold, behold the, works the works of the Lord. Lord. Who has wrought desolations in the Amen. earth. Listen to this. Did you notice that? Who brought desolations? The Lord. That's the God of judgment. But this is what the God of mercy will do. Next line. He makes walls to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Now, that's what we are invoking over this land. The Lord of mercy, have mercy on us. Yes, we have seen your desolations on the land. But, Lord, have mercy. We repent and we say, have mercy. Lord, as you're having mercy, please uproot iniquity. Amen. Or put false doctrines out of the church. Amen. Or put iniquity from this land. Amen. Or put bloodshed from this land. Amen. But Lord, cause wars to cease for us. Amen. Look, when we travel, let us be safe. Amen. Lord, we ask you to have mercy. Aviation, there's problem now because of one's casual. Lord, we ask you to have mercy. Rail travel, we ask you to have mercy. Amen. Water travel, we ask you to have mercy. Amen. Travel on the road, Lord, have mercy. Amen. Have mercy. Amen. We declare verse 9 again. One, two, let's go. He, he makes, makes wars to, to cease to the ends of the end earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. Amen. He burns the chariots with fire. Ten, Six, cease striving and know that I am God. I will be, be I will be exalted, be exalted among the nations. the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Let's give the Lord thanks. Say, Father, we will thank you. When you get home, read this again, please. Read this Psalm 20, 46 again. Just give the Lord thanks. Just give the Lord thanks. Just give the Lord thanks. Before we go, quickly, I want to just read two more. Two more. Two more. I just realized that we need to read two more verses. Quickly, Psalm 22. We won't read too many. There are too many verses, so as to save time, we'll just read from verse twenty-five all the way to verse thirty-one. Are you there? Quickly, because this one is important. One, two. Let's go. From you comes my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to God, the Lord. And all the families of the nations will worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's and it rules over the nations. Now, see, that verse is important. The kingdom of Nigeria belongs to who? The Lord. Does it belong to the ruling party? No. Does it belong to APC? No. Does it belong to the head of state? No. Read verse 28 again. For the kingdom is the Lord's. And he, he rules over the nations. the nations. If you have King James there, he says he's the governor amongst the nations. I love that expression. He's the governor amongst the nations. He's the president amongst the nations. He's the ruler over the nations. And that's what we are saying. Lord Jesus, you rule over this nation. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's read the rest quickly. All the prosperous of the earth we eat and worship. All those who go down to the doors will bow before him. Even he will cannot keep his soul alive, posterity will serve him. It will be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born, that he has performed it. Amen. I said amen. amen. Let me just read sound to us again. Remember, he rules in the affairs of man, and he gives the kingdoms over to whomsoever he wishes, and sets upon it the least likely of men. The lowliest of men. God is the one that appoints the rulers. What am I doing? I'm invoking the name of the Lord. We are invoking the name of the Lord. We are invoking the name of the Lord over our election. Please, we cast down human imaginations. We cast down human imaginations. Listen, we cannot, listen, it's only the will of God that will be done. Over Nigeria, we say the will of God will be done. Thy will be done in this nation as it has been recorded in heaven. The will of mercy. Let it be done. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let you all give the Lord thanks. Say, Father, we thank you for today.